Chapter 1 I just can't believe that Jamie's the first one to get married. I mean, Jamie? He never even wanted to get married. Amy Maples was three sheets to the wind, sitting in a bar at the Ryder Resort in Boston. That was okay, she rationalized, because it was the night before her good friend Jessica Ayers and Jamie Reed's wedding, and she and her friends were celebrating. Besides, now that Jessica and Jamie were getting married and her other three besties had gotten engaged, Amy was the only single woman of the group. Drunk was the only way she was going to make it through the weekend. But that was before he met Jessica and she rocked his world. Jenna leaned across the table in the dimly lit bar and grabbed Amy's hand. Amy saw Jenna's lips curve into a smile as she shifted her eyes to Tony Black, another friend they'd known forever, sitting with his arm around Amy, as per usual. Jenna raised her brows with a smile, implying something Amy knew wasn't true. She rolled her eyes in response. Tony always sat with his arm around her, and it didn't mean a thing, no matter how much she wished it did. Amy and her besties, Jenna Ward, Bella Abashia, and Leanna Bray, had grown up spending summers together at the seaside community in Wellfleet, Massachusetts. And to this day, they continued to spend their summers there, along with Jamie and Tony. The six of them had spent eight weeks together every summer for as long as Amy could remember. Their parents had owned the seaside cottages, which they'd passed down to them. Summers were Amy's favorite time of year. Now that Amy's company, Maple's Logistical and Conference Consulting, was so successful, she was able to take eight weeks off while her small staff handled the workload. Amy had spent seven years building and nurturing the business, and over the last three years, she had turned it into a six-figure venture, with clients varying from accounting to full-on logistical consulting. She could hardly believe how her life and her summers had changed. Just four years ago, she was working part-time during the summers at one of the local restaurants to keep a modicum of income coming in. She loved summers even more now that she didn't have to work. Of course, her love of summers might also have something to do with being in love with the six-foot-two professional surfer and motivational speaker currently sitting beside her. If only it were reciprocated... She tipped back her glass and took another swig of her get-over-Tony drink. Petey, can you please get me another drink? Jenna batted her lashes at her fiancé, Pete LaCrue. She and Pete had gotten engaged last year. Pete was a boat craftsman, and he also handled the pool maintenance at Seaside. Pete nuzzled against her neck, and Amy slid her eyes away. Maybe if Skye, Pete's sister, were there, she'd feel a little better. Skye wasn't currently dating anyone either, but Skye had to work, so Amy was on her own. Bella and her fiancé, Caden Grant, were whispering nose to nose. Leanna was sitting on Kurt's lap with her forehead touching his, and Jamie and Jessica were looking at each other like they couldn't wait to tear each other's clothes off. Amy stole a glance at Tony, and her heart did a little dance. Delicious and painful memories from the summer before college tried to edge into her mind. As she'd done for the past 14 years, she pushed them down deep as Tony leaned in close. She loved how he smelled, like citrus and spice with an undertone of masculinity and sophistication. She knew he wore Dolce and Gabbana as the one. She kept a bottle of the one beside her bed at home in Boston. And every once in a while, 
in the dead of winter or on the cusp of spring, when months stretched like eons before she'd see Tony again. She'd spray the cologne on her pillow so she could smell him as she drifted off to sleep. It never smelled quite as good as Tony himself. Then again, Tony could be covered in sweat after a five-mile run or laden with sea salt after a day of surfing, and he'd still smell like heaven on legs. Since they were just friends and it looked like there was no chance of them becoming more, she relied on her fantasies to keep her warm. When she was alone in bed at night, she held on to the image of Tony wearing only his board shorts, his broad shoulders and muscular chest glistening wet, muscles primed from the surf, and those delicious abs blazing a path to his. Tony pressed his hand to her shoulder and pulled her against him, bringing her mind back to the present. Time for ice water, 